0: on this episode of Progressive Palaver, the group ranks fish album covers. Hi and welcome to Progressive Palaver, a group of lifelong friends and appreciators of music discussing the greatest progressive rock bands album by album. I'm Joe Beauclair and on this bonus episode of Progressive Palaver. I'm joined by my very good friends Paul Zotter and Ken Gregory as we spend some time ranking the Fish solo album covers. Welcome back for another casual night of conversation. Um, you know, that's one of the fun things about when we finish up a segment. We have the ability to sort of do some things that are a little bit, uh, maybe less intense than than we normally do. And one of the things that we obviously have come to enjoy here at The Palaver is, you know, ranking album covers. Because we can, so why not? And, you know, the album covers in the Fish catalog did garner some discussion throughout the regular segment. You know, Mark Wilkinson has a noticeable visual style and sometimes he goes a little bit further out than others and you know when we talk about this it's it's kind of interesting and and, and he's always done this even as in back in the Marillion days, right? It's not just the image that winds up on the cover of the album. He has any number of images that are used throughout the packaging for, and I'm thinking specifically about some of the singles covers for Misplaced Childhood and Clutching at Straws. And then as Fish got into these sort of uh, remaster versions and deluxe editions in his later catalog, and, you know, I'm looking at you, Velt and A Feast of Consequences, Just the the sheer amount of images that were sort of generated and included was was quite substantial. But, you know, so I I think we have the ability to sort of consider some of that to whatever degree we want to. But I think, you know, generally speaking, we'll talk about the main image and we'll deal with the rest as it's appropriate, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think it's a, a very appropriate call out. I purposely withheld and stayed away from the urge to make my decisions based on the remastered packaging because they they do provide a wholly different view into the art of of each album. So I I just went with the main image, which made this one of the fastest exercises I've ever had to do for the palaver. Um, (laughs) Pretty pretty much everything from number ten to number three are interchangeable in my mind. Interesting. Really, uh, really? Yeah.
0: I, I, I I'm really I'm honestly and genuinely interested because I I can't even imagine what your two lists are going to look like compared to mine. <laughs> I, I, can, I can think of one album in particular on which we will probably uh, differ greatly, but the rest of it, I, I have no clue.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's get into it.
0: All right. So the rules of engagement, as we had when we force-ranked these albums, is we have 10 albums in play. That would be In Chronological Order, Vigil in a Wilderness of Mirrors, Internal Exile, Suits, Sunsets on Empire... Rain gods with Zippos, Fellini Days, Field of Crows, Thirteenth Star,
1: A Feast of Consequences,
0: and Veltschmerz.
1: So before we, we uh you know do like what is it, the 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 bottom three, the middle four, and then the top three? Is that yeah. how we do this? I think before yeah. Before we do that, is does anyone not have Field of Crows as number ten?
2: you know i was going to say going into this episode (laughs) (laughs) when i look at these albums i wonder you know if i want to be a part of that if i want to absorb that image and the music It's it's a package it's a an experience and when i look at the album covers how drawn am i to that experience and for some reason you know field of crows well, for me, it came up last, and I think that that wasn't anything to do with the art. I think it was kind of the, the, music not inspiring me, and then the art kind of, accompanying that feeling.
1: I like that. I like that explanation. For me, I just think it's a terrible cover.
2: Oh, good, like really?
1: Pencil sketch. It looks like it's a sketch of colored pencils, and but, but- it just looks like something that you would have scribbled on um, your book cover in high school and i just think at, at you know at almost any time in fish's career it would have been inappropriate to put that as a as an album cover
2: oh you're selling wilkinson short he's using legitimate impressionistic I techniques know, but on the not, sky and on the,
1: the yeah, field that, to me that's not what comes across it doesn't come across as an impressionistic imitation it comes or or even a homage to that style it comes across as a pencil sketch it's almost as bad as the song from the mirrors album cover which which i know is not in play but you know that's a terrible one too
0: it's it's not in play but it's really quite funny because i have field of crows in terms of the album cover in a much much different place than the bottom of this list (laughs) 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 because i actually you know the what what gets me about it is, you know, and, and, you know, when we get there, we get there. But I'm just fixated on the fact that this was inspired by, you know, a work of Van Gogh's that we saw. While I think musically, I agree with Ken in spades, as we discussed in our, our album ranking episode field of crows is as an album completely uninspiring i find the artwork to be quite enjoyable
1: all right look at this number 10 we're already <laughs> we're already getting into it so joe what is your number 10
0: my number 10 is internal exile
2: you don't like that one no.
0: i don't i mean you know High high marks for the the trench coat and all, but I just find it to be odd and uninspiring, especially when compared to some of these, you know, Wilkinson images. Even things that I maybe don't like that Mark has done, um, I, I just they're at least fundamentally more interesting than Internal Exile.
2: You know, I am such a noob, not being an original fan of fish and coming into this late. I was looking at the European Internal Exile. Oh, In which yeah. he's wearing Scottish garb in uh, black and white or brown and white styled. And
0: that's, that's a good point that I totally forgot, Ken, because I've been looking at the same album cover for the last, what, 30 years or whatever? Oh, my God and and it's it's the american one where he is you know in the trench coat but i i don't huh. i i don't think the european one would fundamentally change my opinion anyway
1: yeah i have only ever seen the european one and i think it's just ridiculous enough to garner the 10 spot for anybody <laughs> so i mean that beret and ponytail is just it's quite a look even in 91 it was like yeah Okay,
2: yeah, it's presumptuous. It's inflated. We're doing the we're doing the bottom three.
1: All right, now we all have our ten. Number ten. So, Ken and I had Field of Crows. Joe, Internal Exile. So let's do uh, nine, eight, and seven. Kenny G.
2: Joe, you with the Internal Exile. Making record keeping challenging. Okay, so for me, I have. Rain Gods is my number nine. Uh, we, 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 we alluded to that in a previous episode. Uh, I, I, I guess Wilkinson's Heart is in the right place and everything, but it just came off with that smarmy fish look. And my number eight, it's just a tad boring. It's 13th star. Hmm, Interesting. Once again, well, I,
1: I, I really can't argue with anybody's choices in this, in this area. Um, save two. No, you still have a number seven to do.
2: You know, sunsets on empire is my number seven. Okay.
1: So for me, I'm just gonna say sunsets was my number eight. I just don't. I just think it's you know another sketch. Number eight.
0: You know. I thought we were doing seven, eight, nine. You start in the we, middle.
1: We are. I'm, just, I'm okay. just connecting with Ken. But before I say, I, 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 I was going to say that uh, Sunset's on Empire is just another sketch to me. I, I, I wouldn't argue with anyone. I am curious, though, Kenny G, your feelings about uh, 13th Star and uh, rain gods that are putting it in those, in those spots.
2: Yeah, 13th Star is boring. Now, uh,
0: I assume you're talking about the starfish version of Thirteenth star
2: yes i am
0: yes
1: yeah and that's the only reason 13th star is going to take a higher position for me is because i am aware of the other album cover which i think is infinitely better than just about every other cover that fish has done
2: oh it, it it's a sailing ship yes oh oh that's wildly good <laughs> it looks like right. Uh, <laughs> why hey, why the- would you
0: why why would you alternate that with the starfish? I have no idea. Yeah. They're not even in the same neighborhood.
1: That sounds like a budget issue. At some point in time.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering if the marine version of Thirteen. So I'm wondering if it inspired Fernando Perdomo with his Out to Sea series. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Yeah. So. I went with Suits for number nine. And I'll, I'll suggest the same thing that Ken talked about, Field of Crows. I never really connected with that record too much. And the album cover at once leaves me equally disconnected. And at the same time, almost looks like a Marillion throwback. And so it kind of irks mm. me. Coming in at number seven for me was Internal Exile as well, because it's just silly. <laughs> Whichever
0: version you look at, it's silly. <laughs> this whole this whole 13-star thing is going to disturb me a little bit, but that's all right. We'll just deal with it as it is. For me, Paul, I'm tracking with you. I have suits at number nine for many of the same reasons that you have. I hadn't made the, the connection necessarily to Marillion era, but it just, it's, I think it's an uninspired and odd picture for an uninspired and odd album. (laughs) Uh, And Paul, you had mentioned specifically avoiding the remasters. However, it's it's always kind of fun to see how tried to dress up the images a little bit and enhance them. Uh, Sort of like what what uh, what the guys from Hypnosis? I don't know if Storm had any part of this or if it was all Poe Powell. But th- what they did for the various versions of Dark Side of the Moon, you know, they they kept the the central motif, but they kept sort of altering it a little bit, and right. you know, I guess sort of in the in the way that Roger Dean keeps updating the Yes logo, you know, things like that. It's mm-hmm. it's it's interesting, but but whichever version of Suits that you want to talk about, it just doesn't do much for me. In the same vein, because it's just, it's kind of weird album cover for me, is Sunsets on Empire. It just, I don't know, there's just something about that, that album cover that just, it, it just never really connected up with me, even though I absolutely love that record.
1: It almost seems... The cover almost seems too childish for <clears throat> the content of that record to me.
0: Yeah. It does. Yeah. Sort of like
1: Ken's point. Like when you look at that you don't you don't connect to the music through the cover. It seems oddly placed.
0: Yeah, it's almost like it's in it's a it's an incomplete idea. It's I don't know, kinda of weird. It it in some regards it looks like a colouring book picture, but that's neither here nor there. Yes.
1: Sort of like Field of Crows. Sort of like? Yes.
0: <laughs> not like Field of Crows. And <laughs> for me, at number seven, I have uh, another album that I absolutely love, and that is Fellini Days, because I find that drippy kind of fish head to be just disturbing.
2: Okay. Well, clearly, Paul and I ranked that higher. We'll find out exactly how high, but i did experience that sense of weirdness
0: yeah i mean that like i said i just i find that to be disturbing that picture i don't know
1: yeah doesn't bother me as much i mean compared to what everything else that we're talking about here comparing it to you know it doesn't it doesn't really bother me and i like the album so much i think i've connected to it over over time so it's going to be higher for me back to you kenny g number six what, six, five, and four this time through?
2: Yeah. Um, we're getting towards the good stuff. So it's always sad when I have to rank these. I went with Feast of Consequences for number six. Wow. And I I suppose uh, y'all might have it somewhere very close to the top. It's austere, is it, is it a burned stump regrowing? It's a tree of sorts, but it's not a conventional tree. There's something very inhibited about this growth. It's good, but it's just not something I would put on my wall. And then for five, that's my internal exile. It's amazing. I, I ranked internal exile much higher than either of you. So clearly something about it, because I was looking at the European one. And it, it looked, at least it looked like they, they I think I like the, the, the color illustration that frames his awkward legacy Scottish look. And then uh, for n- number four, Fellini Days. It's a great album. I want to be part of the experience, but it is just a little creepy in this rendering.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, all that said, it's pretty notable for a number four finish. So I went with number six, uh, Vigil in a Wilderness of Mirrors. I think it might be the iconic fish cover, the, uh, you know, probably the most intense. You know, it reminds me of the first version. The first copy of the book, um, The Sword the sword of uh, Shannara, Shannara oh, uh-huh. with a little druid and elf and just kind of like, yeah, sort of just kind of fills me with that. Number five, Rain Gods with Zippos for me. Um, I think it's a goofy cover. I talked about it. The picture's just fish looks funny. Uh, but there is a sort of sort of a James bondish kind of chic to it and I really like the album so i f- I thought right smack dab in the middle was a good spot.
0: I am amazed you put it that high given the amount of shit you talked about I, that album cover
1: <laughs> right right I think that I think that the my fondness of that record uh, helps out a lot um and then f- and then for number four, I went with. Uh, 13th star on the strength of the alternate cover uh, not necessarily the star the starfish cover yeah right
0: very very interesting once again paul you and i are tracking i also have vigil at number six I, i i agree that it's you know iconic it was the first fish cover we had I believe even in that episode, I give Wilkinson huge props for coming up with what I think is one of the better logos ever. The fish logo itself, I think, is True. just absolutely brilliant. Yeah. But I do think it's it, it's a little much. It's a little busy. There's just too much going on with all of that. And, you know, it's it's I, I think it's just... It, it's not his best, most...
2: Um, focused work. Before we leave Vigil, um, the inside art is wild. Uh, Joe, do you have any impression on that? It's some pile of hellish something.
0: Yeah, so so it's we had talked about this before, I think in the actual episode. There's a lot of imagery and lyrics in that album Around the Hill. The Hill stands for any number of things, um, but as I recall, the, the, the most prominent interpretation of the hill has to do with your entrapment by the, the physical and material world. And so in this particular instance, Wilkinson illustrated that by a mound, a huge mountain of consumer goods, now you can go into, and I think one of our one of our listeners had called to our attention the fact that Mark Wilkinson, or I'm sorry, uh, Mark Kelly was was featured prominently in one of those televisions underneath the protagonist's feet as throwing a bit of shade at the old band. And you know when you when you consider things like that, it's kind of like yeah, and and it's it's that that's part of it, Ken, because when you you do look at the interior. I mean, the whole thing. There's, there's just, there's so much there, and I just think it's, for for me, it's a little over the top. Okay. Number five, and I have a feeling um, that this is going to be a little controversial in in this group, and it's not that I don't like it. I think it's exceptionally well executed. I just, it it gives me the heebie-jeebies a little bit, and that would be Velchmerz. And, and it doesn't matter if you're if you're talking. Oh, I just broke my pen. That's a bummer. Um, it doesn't matter if you're talking about the the blue gray version or the red version. I think they're both equally kind of scary. And you know, and again, it's it's very well done. And I just I, I ranked it down here because I like some of these others better. And uh, number four partly because I honestly do literally enjoy it and partially just to troll you guys I have rain gods with zippos. Oh mm, 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 mm,
2: uh, mm. yes. Well, Paul had it at 5 and I had it at 9. So you're just barely trolling Paul but you you are squarely trolling me. Okay. Um we are in the home stretch. I actually like the marillion throwback of suits i gave that a number three okay i like the pile of consumerism and televisions and did not realize that mark kelly was on one of those tvs but number two for vigil in a wilderness of mirrors and number one i want to be a part of the experience just by association Belts merch.
0: I, and, and I can't even argue. I mean, I put Veltzmerch at five. I can't even argue with it being at the top because I think, like I said, it, it's exceptionally well done.
2: Fantastic. How about you, Paul?
1: Well, I'm with you on the number one choice Veltzmerch for me. Um, there's something about I have the blue big you know, booklet copy. There's just something about it that haunts me, yet somehow gives me a feeling of rest and peace, uh, which is quite odd. Um, but I, but I, um, I find it to be very thought-provoking and draws me in uh, to the whole to the whole experience. So definitely number one for me. Number two uh, is Feast of Consequences. Um, this m- much to my attempts. This may have been also influenced by the just incredible amount of images that are in the remastered version. But I, there's but also there is just something that every song except for maybe that that silly one um is captured somehow in that it you know it's it's very much like gretchen goes to nebraska for me like every every song just kind of lives through that through that image in my mind and um you know, i find it uh really captivating so i like i like that one and felini days was number three for me just because it doesn't bother me so much and it's it's. I am on record as saying it's my number one fish album. So,
2: very good.
0: It's not on topic, but excellent call out on Gretchen Ghost in Nebraska. What a spectacular album cover that is! Uh, let's just take a moment and marvel Seriously. at the beauty that is Gretchen Ghost in Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just the way both the album cover and the way the music just literally take you places. It's stunning. Yaha. All right, so I guess I get to finish up here.
2: Oh yeah, all the pressure's on you, Joe.
0: Well, no pressure, but uh, yeah. So number three, I have Field of Crows because I appreciate what was done there. I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying, Paul, in terms of you know what it looks like. But I, I go back to our trip to the Van Gogh Museum and the fact that I, I still to this day don't necessarily get it but it was just it was evident that that whatever van gogh was doing was was better than other people at it and so to take that as inspiration and and include fish in that i, I mean it, it does he look weird it, him physically yeah absolutely but you know i don't know i just i i like the fact that it is directly inspired by such a classic piece of work and you know i'll give wilkinson credit for trying to use different tools to do something even if maybe it didn't work out quite the way everyone would have thought
1: i don't know number two nice i like how i felt like you were defending your choice of drinking chardonnay (laughs) um i don't think you need to defend it i mean you like the album cover and i love that you're connected to it in that way especially since you know we got to be at the Van Gogh museum and saw and you know saw the inspirations for that so
0: well and, and, and it's weird because I remember when I let me let me phrase this appropriately I don't necessarily remember when I got the album but I remember there was a long period where I I, I had a a stack of CDs that for whatever reason were in a room in my house that no other stack of CDs were. It didn't need to be there. I don't know why it was there. And I never... So for the longest time, I never listened to that record. But I would... Whenever I was in that room, I would spend time looking at that album cover. And it just... Long before I ever realized that musically it wasn't what I wanted or needed, the album cover had me captured long before. So oh. yeah. Cool. Number two, I have a feast of consequences. Uh, like you, Paul, I just, there's something about it. There, there's a lot of power and emotion in that record. And I think, I think that the picture is able to capture it with, you know, the aspects of the tree. And, and I want to say when we did that, that, uh, that episode there's some and I forget what exactly it is, but there's some sort of a Stella or something on that battlefield from what the Crusades or something to that effect. And so i I guess that's what that whole area is supposed to be. but it's it brings in sort of the 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 violence and and aggression of you know the the described battle and and it just it's able to convey a lot of that and i just you know i like it and nice. and and at the top of my list as you can figure out based solely on the the nautical themed version is 13 star because if it was just the starfish there's no way on earth it would be this high but when you look when i look at that that nautical one. I just think it's absolutely stunning and it really, really just works for me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. This is all over the map. I can't wait to see the analytics on this because we are just, we're everywhere.
2: I did a little validation this time that I didn't do last time, where if you add up all the points that I awarded and Paul Joe. 55 is the total that we were allowed to award with points being not good and you want to be low in points. Okay. So so the data is in. We have a tie. We have two ties.
0: We had two ties last time we did this. The The differentiation in these album covers is maybe not quite as dramatic as it was with the albums themselves. It's more of a of an even spread. It looks like to me, hmm. but I think, I think that's, that's a reflection of, you know, I've got field of crows artificially high um, as well as 13 star, which kind of throws everything out of out of yeah. kilter a little
1: bit. I, I just like how, how Ken has next to sunsets on
2: empires put SW. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That's the one that he wrote, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of, yeah. And he played guitar more so on which one? Internal Exile? Ring Gods. Oh, okay.
0: So, Velch March is the clear winner. Feast of Consequences. Then, 13 star does generally well across the board. And then we have our interesting tie at, at a number four with Fellini Days and Vigil. Those are not two album covers that I would anticipate ever winding up next to each other.
1: Yeah, tied for fourth.
0: And then in sixth place, we have Rain Gods, which is much higher than I would have thought, followed by Suits, which is mainly on the strength of of Ken pulling it up. Internal Mm -hmm. Exile um, comes in, and then Sunsets on Empire and Field of Crows are tied for the bottom spot. That is an interesting, interesting list
1: it really is.
0: well, there you have it. the results are in <laughs> And I don't know that there's anything else that we need to say about fish album covers.
2: Well they're generally very good I think I think we just have debates whether they match our expectations and match the music.
0: Yeah that's definitely a solid point.
2: I actually think most of them are
1: not that good. Oh. No.
0: <laughs> so so Paul I'm I'm interested given given that as a quick yeah. outro point. Like where is your line of demarcation between good and not so good? Is it, you know, top 3 are good, top 4, top 6? Like where where does it, where where does it get bad?
1: In my list, you mean?
0: Yeah, like when you look at it.
1: Oh. Yeah, well that's what I was saying at the top that that pretty much everything from number number 3 to 10 could probably be interchangeable. But I I would probably go back on that and saying that 13th star just given the alternate cover is spectacular. And Fellini Days I'm okay with because it's sort of a uh you know, it's just sort of a picture of of him and I think it's better than just about any other picture I've ever seen of fish. So, so, um, so from rain gods and zippos, vigil, inner, internal, exhaust, sunset suits, field of crows, all subpar to me.
0: Yeah. See, like for me, I think, I think my, my bottom three, maybe four are subpar. And, Mm. you know, above that, I think, I I think they're all generally pretty good. So,
2: Mm.
0: all right. Ken any closing thoughts before we uh, we uh, close this one out?
2: Well, I didn't have to listen to any fish to do this
0: well there you go <laughs> <That's>
2: horrible um, <laughs> I, I i will I will miss fish i I, I will th- 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 leaving this module feeling like there's something in that catalog that I still need to grow on, that I still need to absorb, just gives me, uh, gives me some homework for later. Nothing wrong with that.
0: So, this was a fun little exercise, and I guess next episode when we come back, we can uh, do the same sort of thing with Peter Gabriel album covers, and see where that takes us. But for right now, we will call it a day, and gentlemen, as always, I thank you for your time in ranking fish album covers. you've enjoyed this episode of Progressive Palaver. As always, we've enjoyed sharing the conversation with you and we look forward to your thoughts, comments, feedback, and questions with regard to these album covers or anything else you'd like to talk to us. You can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We are at Prague Pala on all of those or search for Progressive Palaver. You're welcome to email us. Our email address is Prague Paula that's P-R-O-G-P-A-L-A at gmail.com. Progressive Palaver is available for subscription and download on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or presumably wherever you find your podcasts. And we are, as always, hosted on SoundCloud. So until next time, thanks for listening.